Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this is Elder Anton Seals, Elder Jennifer Seals, and we're live on the Tabernacle of Fire this Thursday night. This Thursday night is April the 11th. I tell you, the time is flying by. We just August the 11th. All the honor. What were you saying? All the I said glory. August 11th. August 11th. What did I say? August 11th. April. I'm, I'm, I'm going, trying to go back, trying to save you all some time. <laughs> Get it right. Hallelujah. But we thank God for the podcast. We thank God for our special guests. I had a little technical difficulties uh, getting my own self on today, but we thank God for this podcast. We've been off for a little while. Uh, I've had some changes in my life that have helped me tremendously. And I just want to praise God for just a moment. God, thank you for the miracle working power of your healing grace, Father. And I thank you for deliverance. I thank you for revelation and enlightening us, oh God. I thank you, God, that you continue to strengthen. Whoever's listening to this podcast, we lift you up, oh God. We bless over our special guests that shall be coming on shortly. But we wanted to take this time uh, just to praise God, Elder Seals, and to worship and to adore him and to thank him for all that he's doing. He has done so much for you and I, in spite of all the travails, all the setbacks, all the pain and all the suffering. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and I was reading, Lord, why so much pain? Uh, Lord, why is it that we have to wait so long for, for our healing? It doesn't come the way we think it ought to come. It doesn't come when we want it to come, but we thank you. God, that you get the glory. Anytime you show up in my life, anytime you show up in Elder Jennifer Seals' life, we want to thank you, praise you. In spite of what the atmosphere looks like, in spite of what's going on in the world, you all, I want you to know Jesus is still sitting on the throne. He's still the son of the living God. He still is the, the, the spirit, the breath of God that was began. He said, in the beginning was the word, and the word became flesh. And so God said, I created myself in the image to look like you. So when you wonder what Jesus looked like, think about what you look like. Hallelujah. But are you living for the glory of God? Are you exalting his name? Are you lifting him up? So we just want to thank all of those. We lift up the Edwards family, uh, brother Roger and sister Audrey, my uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, who brother-in-law lost his brother, Steve. God, we just lift him up in the name of Jesus and the Edwards family. We lift up sister Pat Hill, uh, who lost her, Irina, her daughter, a young woman, 36 years old, oh God, and they're having a memorial service uh, this week at the uh, Colin Powell uh, Elementary School here in Madison. But we lift them up, God, that you will comfort the Hill and the Edwards family, God, that your grace and your mercy, Elder Seals, I'm going to ask you to jump in and just give glory to God as we wait on our guests to come in. And then we got to back up. Hallelujah. We're always ready. Hallelujah. Be you ready for the glory of God. He's moving. He's moving in this dispensation of time for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Elder Seals, God bless Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. We thank him and we praise him and glorify him because he's worthy of all the praise and all the glory and we thank god for the prayers that has went forth through uh, our own pastor <laughs> anton seals i thank god for what he's doing in the realm of the spirit and as i was just reading and reflecting on the day how so many people are saying these are the end times and it is really time for god to show himself strong in the land where the enemy has run rapid but i tell you it is god time to show himself strong 
This is the time. This is the day and the hour. Hallelujah. That you need to come to the Lord as never before. We need to seek him and while he is near so that we can find him. Hallelujah. He said, when you run after me with your whole heart, with your whole mind and with your whole soul, that he will be there. And I thank God and I praise him. This is the time to run after him with your whole heart, your mind and your soul. Truly, hallelujah. I thank God that just having the opportunity to come on and just say glory be to the King of Kings. And I guess has arrived. Amen. Amen. We want to thank our guests and tell her to take it off of mute. She got her screen on mute and uh, can't hear you. But we thank God for you, woman of God, apostle, uh, all the way from California, formerly in Chicago, Amen. formerly of Chicago. And we want to thank you for being on and forgive me for not reminding you and calling you saying, hey, don't forget you're on different time than, than <laughs> we are. And but I had some I had some challenges uh, getting in. And, and I'm always uh, thoughtful of our guests. And we want to let you know you got at least 40 minutes to 45 minutes. You can, and if the Holy Ghost take you 50 minutes, a little longer, that's fine. We, we're not going to grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. The, the, the young lady sitting at the top of the screen here, that's my, that's my better half. That's Elder Jennifer Seals. And we just, she is a praise leader and worship leader and sings for the glory of God. And uh, I call a pastor, assistant pastor over there at Monument, <laughs> over in Monument of Faith with Apostle Mark Hinton. And we just thank God for Mark Hinton. I thank God for all of you that are standing in the gap today. I want to tell you a little bit about our guests. We're just getting started again. And I just resent out an email announcing again our special guest. Uh, and her name again is Apostle uh, Ali R. Dixon. Hallelujah. Uh, who was ordained in 1990. She founded the uh, Visionaries of Christ Outreach Ministry in Chicago in 1995. In 2001, 2001, she also, excuse me, in 2001, uh, God assigned her to the Christian Faith Temple in Kentucky, I believe that is, where she was ordained in 2003 as an apostle. In 2005, God assigned her, Apostle Ali Dixon, to Revival Center Ministries in California, where she was responsible for training, leading, and outreach and foreign ministries. In 2014, God assigned her back to the church in Kentucky to provide apostolic oversight until he resigned her home to Revival Center in 2020. Apostle Ali, Apostle Ali is the apostle of sending Ali Global Outreach. That's ascend, ascending, apostle of ascending, not of us, not ascending, but of sending Ali Global Outreach. Her calling is teaching and teaching the gospel humanitarian outreach to youth and families in the United States and internationally. Apostle Ali Dixon is a retired Chicago police officer. Hallelujah. Praise God for her services and, 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 not, and being able to stand in the gap for our children and families. Uh, she's a former corporate investigator. She's a published uh, and she has published and authored her own books. She's a mom and a very proud grandma. Hallelujah. And God, and we want you to know God has blessed her 
with this ministry. And our special guest for today is our own apostle from Chicago. We still claim you. And Pastor John Chisholm and, and Co-Pastor Gay Chisholm. Today is Pastor Co-Pastor Gay Chisholm's birthday. So happy birthday, uh, Co-Pastor. Enjoy the celebration tonight. Uh, sweetheart, they texted me. They won't be on tonight. But Apostle, I wanted you to know that uh, our, your good friends and who, who referred me, that's why you're here. Thank you so very much. God bless your heart. Welcome. And so I didn't, uh, I, I, I think I've covered everything. So we'll turn it over to you, Apostle. All um, right. Yeah, well, I'm going to ask my wife to do something before you come on. Uh, <laughs> would you just, I'm just led right now, just a short, brief prayer to just, just ask God to quicken her spirit. And all the way from California, that, that we know that our breath is the breath of God that's breathing through us. It's the word of God when we're speaking his word. I just want you to just release that spirit upon her in the name of Jesus. Amen. That spirit is already there. I can see it in the yeah. movement. I can see that she's ready wow. to deliver. And I thank God for what is coming. Hallelujah. Yes. And I praise and thank God for your apostle. So go ahead and let the fire fall. Hallelujah. Um, Amen. Thank you all so very much. I really appreciate you and honor you uh, for just even uh, having the mind to obey God. And I know God led you to do it, to have me to be on board. And I thank God for the ministry that God has called you to and the work that you are doing. Uh, and I just want to say, keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on going Amen. forward. You Amen. know, when God give us an assignment, <clears throat> We keep that assignment. We stay on Amen. that assignment until God say otherwise. So thank and praise God for you all and uh, and for uh, Apostle Mark Hinton. And, you know, that's where I started at one Tuesday night. Uh, went in there, had never been in there before, never heard of no Hinton and nothing else. And just thought, you know, my sister was going, she was going and uh, she was searching for a, a church home. And she said, um, uh, she said, I'm going to church. I said, well, you know what? I might as well go to because, you know, we raised in the church and I need to raise my boys in the church. Not thinking that it was all a setup. And uh, walked <laughs> in Monument of Faith on a Tuesday night, November 22nd, 1981. And my God, my whole life changed forever, 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 forever. And I thank and praise God for uh, that leadership and that, that anointing of Apostle Richard yes, Daniels. Yes. Uh, I that that has set the stage for ministry for me uh, all these uh, years that I've been walking in the Lord um, because I call it boot camp ministry. Hmm. He 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 taught the unadulterated word. That's what I'm gonna talk about tonight. The word he mm -hmm. taught the unadulterated word. It wasn't no whatever. It was straight here. It is, and you know I saw it with my own eyes, and I was a, one of them. God, I, my whole thing with God was, if it's you, I want it. Amen. I never heard nobody speak in tongues before. I've never seen people praise the Lord in the dance before. I've seen folks shout in the Baptist church, but I'm talking about the praise the Lord in the dance. And everything I saw, I said, if it's you, I want it. Everything that's being preached, if it's you, I want it. I'm not doing it because of nothing else, but if it's you, I want it. Because God literally Changed yeah. my night, my life that night standing in that my, church, my, 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 my. and I tell you, I I'm, I've been on fire ever since. <laughs> and it's a wonderful journey. I wouldn't turn turn away from it for nothing. So I, I thank and praise God for all that He has done, and I uh, just want to honor my own apostle here in California, Apostle Ricky Nutt, 
and Apostle George Brown uh, for their leadership. Every level, God gives us another level of training and, and, and wisdom and maturity and experience. And each ministry brings something unique with it. And so I just thank God for the path that he has taken me down. I thank God for the, uh, uh, having this chance to connect with you all and uh, reconnect with Chicago, my home, my, 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 my training ground, <laughs> especially in Inglewood. Inglewood was my mission field. Amen. And uh, for all those years, when I joined the police department, they said, you, you want to go to Inglewood or you want to go to uh, second district, which was 51st and Wentworth, which we had lived in Robert Taylor projects. And I said, you know, I want to go to Inglewood because I thought Inglewood was like the suburbs. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, it became my mission field, literally. I mean, the mandates and the assignments of God through the force, outside of the force and everything else. So I thank God. And, and that's what I want to talk just a little bit about tonight. Uh, in, uh, and, I, and I apologize for the tardiness. It, we had a lot happening right at the same time. It, it's all this, uh, we're all uh, running around and doing last minute things. My mom turns 101 oh. uh, on Sunday. And we're just throwing a big, <laughs> we're throwing a big, we, had, we threw a big celebration last year for her 100th birthday. And so everybody's just so excited about, was so excited about it. So we're throwing another big celebration, 101. So mm -hmm. we're throwing another big celebration Saturday. And uh, we got a car parade because of COVID, we did a car caravans. And uh, that's what we're doing this time, even though we're going to have more people here at the house. So it's, it's ripping and running. Got to pick up people from the airport, all kinds of stuff. And so I literally had seven o'clock on the brain. <laughs> but <laughs> I think time. Yeah, and, and I'm the one telling everybody it's not. So I'm so glad that you called me because even my alarm was set for the regular time. So right, right, I do right. apologize, and I'm so excited. Okay. I did just put a reminder up on, on my uh, page just in case. And I told everybody, normally I'm on at 7 p.m., Mm -hmm. And so that's, again, why I had it all mixed up. I was like, you know, instead of being on with me, come on on this podcast. But really, they needed to come on at five. So Amen. praise Well, we'll, we'll make sure that we send you a copy of the link. Um, Absolutely. Because it is on Facebook Live right yes, now. Praise God. Praise God. Facebook. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, and I just put it on. And uh, so hopefully some people will be able to tap on uh, and come on board. But uh, I wanted to just share a little bit. Let me just, I, I know you pray. Let me just pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you and give you glory. Thank you for this wonderful couple and the ministry you called them to. Thank you, Lord. Always it's a privilege and an honor to be a vessel that you will speak through. And so, Holy Spirit, we yield these vocal cords to you. Have your way. Say what you want to say. You know exactly what needs to be heard. You know exactly who's on here now, and you know exactly who's going to hear it later. So yes. we submit to you, and we surrender to you that you would have your way. Speak what thus saith the Lord. Meet us right where we are, and take us to the next level. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So um, I want to read a couple of scriptures, but I'm going to start with uh, the book of Psalms the uh, 35th chapter, let me locate it here. Let me find verse 
Psalms 35, starting at verse 27. It's going to be verse 27 and 28. And it reads, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. I'm going to read that again. Let them shout for joy and be glad that mm. favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the mm. Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. And I just want to talk just a little bit today about the application of the word of God. The application of the word of God. As never before, we have to uh, take our knowledge of and our access of the word of God to another level. And as the psalmist was writing here today, there were a lot of different things that David was talking about. He was praying about safety. He was pleading with God about, about excuse me, about doing right. Uh, he was talking about the fact that there was a lot of wickedness going on, but he also was talking to the righteous. And that's the times that we're in right now. There's a lot of wickedness going on, but God's righteous are planted in the earth. And mm. God is really dealing with me and dealing with his people about the need for us to open our mouths like never before and begin to release that word of God, release the word of God in the earth in every aspect and every way, applying the word of God, praying the word of God, speaking the word of God. Uh, we were just talking, I was talking to my sister, Pastor Mary, and uh, she was heading out with her daughter to take the granddaughter to uh, the whatever the event was, she's starting school tomorrow. And um, they, she was saying how the prayer team has been, uh, have a mandate to fast over the next week or so and to be, and to really just speak over our youth, over our yes, children, yes. speak over mm. our school campuses, speak over our educators. And that's what God is saying. We got what's necessary to bring about a change in this earth. Some yes. things are going to happen. The Bible lets us know that, that there's going to be some things happening, but everything that's happening don't have to happen. And so not only are we called to apply the word of God to our particular or personal situations, but actually to begin to use the, God, use the word of God from a proactive standpoint where we will intentionally on purpose use the word when we see certain things happening or we hear about certain things or God is, is showing us certain things that we'll begin. It's like, let me just use an analogy. Uh, uh, when I was on the police department, uh, there was a whole procedure I had to get go through uh, before I went and reported to roll call. So I had to have the correct uniform. I had to have the shoes that were just right. I had to have the gun belt and the other belt that I wore and, and I had to have my weapon and it had to be clean and it had to be oiled. And I can use all the scriptures that uh, apply to that. Weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination. And so in the natural, uh, just like I had to go through a process every time I got ready to report for duty, I had to have all the goods. I had to make sure I put my shield on and I had to make sure uh, I had the flashlight and the baton and. And, and all this stuff in the hat 
and, and you know, whatever was necessary for that time and for that season. And so I went out equipped. The worst thing in the world was to go out unequipped because you never know what you're going to deal with. And so God is calling for his people to take the application of the word to another level where we are intentionally arming ourselves and equipping ourselves with specific uh, aspects from the word as it applies to specific things. So just like for our children, there are scriptures that we have to declare over our children. There are scriptures that we have to declare over neighborhoods and territories. There are certain scriptures that we uh, use on a consistent basis. But when we look at this word of God, he said, first of all, he said, we need to be glad those of us that favor God's righteous cause. What is God's righteous call? That all would be saved and that none would be lost. And so when we favor the righteous cause of God, then he says, let them say continually. So in other words, let us be speaking the word continually more than we do. It's not that we don't speak it, but God is calling us to ramp it up. Woo, glory to God. He's my, calling my, us my. to ramp it up. He's calling us to, to be specific about the application of it on a consistent basis. You know, we speak the word over, we're speaking the word over our families. We're speaking the word over our health. We're speaking word over our finances. We're speaking word over our communities, but my God, when we can get some assignments, some global assignments that we can speak that word and let that word go forth, hallelujah, where we may not even be going, where we may not be able to go at this particular time. That's why Hebrews 4 and 12 said, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So God is calling us to apply that word. The word of God is quick. That means that that word is alive. It's alive. My God, it's, act it's, in, it's, it's in action. It's not uh, 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 just something on some paper or something we are just saying out of our mouths. When we release this word, because we have what we say, when we begin to become strategic, just like we, yes, should, we should have yes. strategic prayers that we pray, when, you know, we were taught, we came, you, you all in my event, we came out of that training and that teaching. And so we got to begin to teach others because people are, are like, okay, woo, we praise the Lord, we clap our hands and all that, but they need to be equipped. We've got to arm them. Uh, the times that we're in are some evil times. So the more we can arm people with the word of God to understand the fullness of what the word is, that logos word, whether we preaching it, whether we speaking it, my God, whether we reading it, whether we are praying it, good God almighty, when that word is released, that word is quick, it's active, my God, it moves, it's alive, oh my God, it's fast. Yeah. It's, fa it's faster than a speed locomotive. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. We release the word. Hallelujah. On that situation. Hallelujah. The word Hallelujah. into those Hallelujah. territories. Oh, Thank my God. Do. We can have a map. Come on. Yeah. And release the word every day. We the can word, strategically the word, the release word. the word to a nation. <laughs> Glory to God. Release the word 
to a nationality of people. Release a word, my God, to the White House. Release a word. I'm telling you, that word will turn some minds around. It'll turn some lives around. <laughs> Release the word. He said, let them say continually. Say yeah. this thing continually. Continue to apply this word, this rhema word, this word that's full of power, this word that's full of energy, this word that will quicken. Oh, my God. I gave my testimony about that November 11th. My God, November 22nd in 1981, the word, I can't tell you what the message was, but I can tell you that it quickened my spirit. I can tell you that it got my attention. Hallelujah. I can tell you that it went down in and it cut up and moved aside and divided everything that I was subjected to and everything that I was hooked on and everything that I was giving my life over to. That word that came forth that night. Uh, basic, it wasn't all this, all this uh, hermeneutics and all this stuff, and ain't nothing wrong with it. If you do it, you do it, but ain't nothing like the natural, plain word. It's like soul food. You can dress some plates up for me, hallelujah, <laughs> but that don't mean that it tastes good. That don't yeah. mean that it yeah. pleases my appetite, but oh, come on with some soul food. I don't care what color you are, you like soul food. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you got a choice, you want soul food. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so that word that word went in there and it shook everything loose that had me bound hallelujah everything that i thought i wanted to do it was over hey my god and that word will do that it will do that and god is calling us to release it my god he as we release it into the four corners as we said continually out of our mouths my god that energy that power that undoomless power of the word of God is going to begin to change some things around. My God, people who had a mind when they got up to go do some crazy stuff is going to go somewhere and sit down. They don't even know yes, why. Yes, yes. Because the word, yeah, God <laughs> Almighty. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I know yeah, glory, glory. Mental illness and, and, and people got all kind of trauma. And, and I want to just encourage us as, as we obey yeah, this word yeah. tonight. One of the specific areas that I'm encouraging you to join me in, in, in speaking the word concerning is trauma. It's trauma, trauma, emotional trauma, physical trauma, mental trauma, all these different levels of trauma. And because of trauma, when people are traumatized, they go traumatize other people. And that's causing a lot of these mass shootings and all this other foolishness. But God said, my people can send a word. I don't care if the person got 150 guns, every gun a jam. Come on. We can declare this word and shut yes. down what the enemy is planning and plotting and scheming. Because I've told people what you got to understand about the mass shooting aspect is this. The Bible lets us know that these are demonic spirits who have yes. found their way in to this person's mind through whatever they're going through until it's built them up to that place to go out and want to take mass lives. Well, yes. then what usually happens is that person kills themselves or is killed. Well, those demonic spirits don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, they now. are left in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. And they're already working on the next person. That's why they said we don't understand why we're having all these mass shootings. Because those demonic spirits didn't die with the person. Right, and so right, they're right. working on the next person to build them up to the point where they're ready to go out and do some madness. Yeah. Come on. It, the, the Bible tells us when an unclean spirit is going oh, out of a man. Come on. Another it's going place. to yeah. a full stick in another place. That it can right. When it, if it don't find none, 
It'll go back to the one that left from it. If it find that house swept and garnished, it enters back in and the condition of that person is worse than it was Person. in the first place. Yes. That's why when people get delivered, they got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. They got to yes. be filled with the Come on, Come on. Hallelujah. This little cute yeah. thing to the altar. Say yes, Jesus. Jeez, Jeez. Okay, that's it. No, they need deliverance. Hallelujah. Yes. Everybody yes. got to have some deliverance because we all been messed up and bound up and yes. yoked up and yes. But you know what's happening, everything that got pretty, and they want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We can't uh -huh. do that. We got to keep deliverance active in the ministry. We got to keep the, uh, the filling and baptism of the Holy Ghost active in the ministry. Otherwise, that thing is cleaned out. It's coming back. But what happens if that person is deceased, those demonic spirits are still at work out here. That's another thing been thrown out with the baby with the bath water. Don't want to talk about demons. Don't want to talk about demonic spirits. Come on, listen. We're gonna have this cute little church stuff and dance and roll and jump and, and do a cute dance and go on and people coming in bound and they come on, come on. They worse than they was when they came through the doors. Hallelujah! Ain't nothing like a church full of folks and folks is sitting there yoked up contemplating suicide, uh, cutting themselves. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Jesus. Violent, mind messed up and they'll come sit right there and then they'll go back out the door hallelujah well, still the same way we got to release the word on these situations and yeah. release it to destroy whatever it is bring destruction upon these strongholds of the devil my god he said we've got to take our application of the word to another level he said let him say continually let the lord be magnified which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Let the Lord be magnified. Hallelujah. Our messages need to magnify God. Oh, my God from Zion. Our message needs to magnify God. Our message needs to be magnifying the word of God, magnifying Jesus Christ. Another thing they didn't practice throughout with the baby bathwater is not wanting to use the name Jesus. Oh, my Come God, my God, at the name of Jesus. Every, every knee shall bow. You can hey. say every other name you want to name, but as yeah. the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we got to release the name of Jesus in this earth realm, in our neighborhoods, you name it, wherever we are, we got to release the word of Jesus, the name of Jesus. People have said, oh, they took prayer out of schools and that's the worst thing they could have happened. And I'm trying to figure this thing out because are you telling me there are no Christian educators in the school? Come on. Hallelujah. Who said that the word cannot be in the word in the school? Who said prayer cannot be in the school? It should be prayed up when we walk through the door. Who said yeah. that I, as a parent, <laughs> cannot visit my child's classroom? Hallelujah. I ain't got to walk through there hooping and howling and spewing all over everywhere. I'm but I am the authority of that God has yeah. given me as a, as a believer. And when I set, hey, my God, when we set our foot on that school uh, ground, hallelujah, everything got to tremble. We can walk through there, hallelujah, praying in the spirit. And they looking at us and we smiling at them. But we pulling yes. down strongholds. We casting down imagination. And every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We're declaring the blood of Jesus. Oh, my God, over these classrooms and these teachers. Who said that prayer is out of the school? Yeah. Who yeah. said yeah. believe the report of the Lord? Whose report will we believe? The report of the devil because the government passed the law that does not affect us as believers. My Lord, my Lord. That's why God said he who wins souls is wise. It takes a level of, of wisdom 
My God, when we're in these different settings, to know how to be impactful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I tell you what, if nobody else know, them yeah. demons in there know. Uh -huh. When yeah. you step foot on that ground, they know. They know. Hallelujah. They, they know. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Ain't no. And, and, and I ain't by myself. <laughs> Woo, yes. God. We got the word of God. We got a posse. My God, the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear Thank him. You. Wherever we go, we got a posse with us at all times. My God. Then we got Holy Spirit with us at all times. You don't, can't tell me that we can't go in and pluck up and cast down and destroy, my God, the works and the plans of the devil and upset every plan that he has. My God, that rhema word is revelation of God's word, is revelation of the knowledge of, of the word of God. Hallelujah. When we open our mouths, we release that word. Holy Spirit speaks through us. We don't always know what we ought to pray and we don't always know what we ought to say. But as yes. we go forward, the spirit of the Lord, he maketh intercession. He will speak through us. He said, we have to say continually, speak continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Let him be magnified in what we're doing and what we're saying. That 28th verse, my tongue will speak of your righteousness yeah. and of your praise all day long. My tongue will speak of your righteousness all day long. All day long. My okay. God, everything that we say is based on the solid word of God, the solid foundation of God's word. Solid rock. And God tell us to do, we step out on the solid foundation and we got a word from the Lord. My God, my whole life has been about a word from the Lord. People say, well, why are you doing that? Because God said, God, I thank you because God yeah. said it. My God, God. well, why are you going to move over there? Because God said it. Hallelujah. My life don't belong to me. It belongs to God. So when God gives us a word, yes, yes, it don't matter who's with us. It don't matter what the numbers look like. It don't matter if anybody pat us on the back. It don't matter if people talk about it. It doesn't matter. When you got a word, that's all you yes. need. Woo, God almighty. Hallelujah. When you got a word. My yes. God. Yes. My God. I say, God, just give me a word. At your word, nevertheless, at your word, your my word, God, God, I'm going to walk out. Nevertheless, yeah. at your word, I'm going to launch out. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll pack up and go. Nevertheless, at your word, God, at your word. Look at what happened in the word of God in the New Testament. My God, Peter and them say, look, Jesus came along. He told me, say, look, I know I, I'm paraphrasing, but I know y'all packing up your nets and everything and getting ready to dock your boats. He said, but listen, would you just push your boat out? He set them up. Would you just push your boat out a little bit and let me sit on it and teach the people. And he sat on the boat and he taught the people. My God, he taught the word of God. And then because yeah. they obeyed him and did that, then they went to the next level in him. He said, well, listen, cast your nets down and catch some fish. They oh, said, yeah. oh, we've been fishing all night long. We ain't caught nothing. He said, and Peter said, but nevertheless, nevertheless, God, I thank you. I cast that net down. And what happened? My God, they caught so much fish, they couldn't contain them. The other fishermen had to bring their boats back out with that net yeah, and get fish. Yeah. The nets was breaking. Everybody got blessed. Why? blessed. Because Over they the obeyed the word of God when it didn't make sense, when it didn't line up with the natural. Hallelujah. But they had a word. 
Talk yeah. about the application yeah. of the word. Good God Almighty. My yeah. God. When we hear the word yeah. and we say, yeah. yes, God. When yeah. we say, yes, yeah. God. My yeah. God from Zion. In First Peter, he said, as babes desire the sincere milk of the word, mm. woo, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, we grow by the word of God. We never stop growing. We never stop developing. We never stop uh, 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 developing in terms of our, our abilities and our capabilities and our availability to God. That word of God. We desire it continually. Speak your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Speak your word so that I can apply your word. Speak your word so I can walk in your word. God, when you give me a word, that's all I need. Ooh, glory, oh God, oh God, oh God. I've had people say after making some steps, my God, taking some steps and, and never fail, I get to questions. And they mean well, bless their heart, saved and unsaved, they mean well, but they're like, well, how are you just going to start that? Or how are you just going to pack your house up and move? How are you just going to go over there and do that? I got a word from God. Yeah, yeah. And when you got we don't have to explain it. We just have to do it. And we Amen. keep doing it. It makes yes. you believe out of after a while. Sometimes we can't explain it. <laughs> Hallelujah. My family got saved because I had a word. Amen. My Amen. sister witnessed to me and had a word. Hallelujah. And I gave my life to Christ. And all the rest of them, they're like, oh, yeah, she's just talking. My friend, oh, yeah, she's just talking. She's just, she just going through a thing. She, she'll be all right in a little while. I ain't all right yet. Come on, <laughs> because I got a word. Woo, yes. good God almighty. My God, it was the word that changed me. The word that changed me. Glory my to God. God. My God. My God. So when we hear the word, woo, thank you, Jesus. Peace. We hear the word of God, and that word goes in, and it begins to do that work. My God, do that quick work. Do that, my God, that quick work on the inside of us. Do that delivering work on the inside of us. That word, my God, we hear it. And then after we hear it, we got to believe. They heard Jesus. Then they say, nevertheless, it's your word. My God, I was sharing a word uh, Tuesday night, uh, talking about uh, in the book of Mark, I think it was seven, seven verse, seven chapter, I think it was where the uh, man brought his son to Jesus. And, and, and he said, listen, my son, he's, he's got this, this, this dumb spirit. And then he throws himself in the fire and the water and everything. And I took him to your disciples and they couldn't, uh, uh, they couldn't yeah, cast yeah. this out. And, and, and Jesus got upset. He said, oh, thy faithful generation. Come on, I need, I don't want to misquote the word. Hallelujah. He said, but how long will I be with you? Yeah. yeah How long yeah. shall I suffer with you? How long you are with me? Are you getting this word? Are you realizing who's with you? Are you realizing the word is right here with you? Are you realizing the power of the word that you have access to? My wow. God. And he, so he took the, he cast the demon out the boy right then and there. It, it, they write it as the spirits, but we know what they call it now is seizures. Mm. And right then yeah. and there, the child fell down and had a seizure. It started foaming at the mouth. My God. And Jesus rebuked those foul spirits and cast yeah. them out of him. And he was put into his right frame of mind. And then the man was so excited, he went on with his son and later the disciples come and they say, how come we couldn't do it? My he Lord. said, because of your unbelief. Unbelief. 
We got to believe that the word that we stand on, the word that we believe on, the word that we speak out of our mouths, that that word works when we speak it, that word works when we stand on it. We got to use that word as a weapon, as an instrument. Hallelujah. We don't have to wait. My God, he said, I gave you the word. Some things you ain't got to wait. You can take it and apply it. I've given you a word for everything under the sun, everything under the sun. I've given you a word for it. My God from Zion. And so he said, it was because of your unbelief. He said, however, this kind goes out but by fasting and prayer. Yes, yes. That's why we've got to reiterate to the believers the importance of fasting and yes. prayer. Right. These spirits out here, these are some diskind spirits. Yeah. And it's going to take believing that we have the power and the authority because according to the word of God, the word lives on the inside of us. Jesus said, Father, I'm in you and you and me and I'm in them. That's in John. I'm in you, you and them, and they, I'm in them. I'm in you, you're in me, yes. and I'm yes. in them. My, my. And he is the word. So we're living, walking little Jesuses. Well, all the power that Jesus exhibited in the Bible is in us to be applied by speaking it, by opening our mouths and speaking it. My God, my God. So we got to believe. He said, you didn't believe. That's why you didn't cast him out. You didn't believe you could cast him out. Hallelujah. He said, but this kind go by fast and prayer. So not only do you have to cast them out, but you're going to have to have a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. You say fasting, people think it's a bad word. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God. The minute you say fasting, people get hungry. Well, what I got to give up? Well, well, how long I got to give it up? Well, can I eat this? Can I not have that? Can I have a little of this and not that? Missing the whole concept of what it's all about. It's not about the denial. It's about the obedience and the power that comes through fasting. When we fast and we pray, it's like taking accelerated college courses. Yeah. <laughs> We're accelerated in the realm of the spirit. I remember I was in a, went to a church, I ain't gonna name, I went to a church and um, I walked in and some of the people recognized me was there in Chicago. And well, I'll tell you, it was Monument. <laughs> it was years later. And I walked in the Monument. This was back in the 90s. And um, Juanita Bynum was speaking. And I had a free evening. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to go. First of all, I get to go to Monument. I ain't been in a while, only a few times since they moved off of Chappelle. And, uh, and I want to hear the word. And when I walked in the door, there were a couple of people at the door and one of the women recognized me. And she was like, this is Pastor Ali Dixon. She was like, take her to the pulpit. And so they escorted me to the pulpit and there were a number of preachers on the pulpit. And uh, Juanita Bynum ministered and everything. And when I was headed out, a lady stopped me. And she said, I remember you. I remember you when you first came. She Mama. said, I've been saved. And she named the number of years. And I've been here. And she named the number of years. She said, how did you get to be in the pulpit? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's what she said. And I recognized it from the years back. I was a young saint when I was there. But I recognized, <laughs> I recognized her face. I don't know but I recognized her face. And she said, I've been saved. And she named them years beyond my years. And she said, and I've been here. And she named years beyond my years. She said, how did you get to be in the pulpit? I said, that's a good question. I said, that's something you going to have to take up with Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I can't answer you for what God is doing. Come on, man. I didn't say that to her, but I got sense enough to know. I can't explain what God is doing. But I also remember another lady approached me. She said, remember, and I remembered her too. She said, I prophesied this to you way back when you were first here at Monument that God, you were going to stand in the pulpit of monumental faith. She said, you remember that? I said, as a matter of fact, I do remember that. I do remember that. Uh -huh. But the lesson that I got out of the approach, so that was a manifestation, but the lesson I got out of the first lady's approach was, what have you been doing all them years? Mm. You know, because God is not a respected person, no. you know. And we're all called to do the work of the kingdom of God in one capacity or the other. And it never was my desire to be in nobody's pulpit. That was not on my line of things that I planned to do with my life. I had a whole lot of objectives and things that I wanted to do. But none of that, none of this was ever on that. My, my. On those lists. That was not, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be all these different things. But when you surrender your life fully to Christ yeah. and you feed on this word of God and let it just yeah. work in your life, you'll go beyond anything you ever thought you would be doing, places you had never thought you would go because of the word of God. And these are the things that I'm sharing. I know, I know, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I, I, I know that there are some people going to hear this word that need to hear it, that we all need to hear it because I'm preaching to, I'm preaching to me too. Reinforcement never hurts. <laughs> yes, and yes. just Amen. Amen. taking this word and applying this word and then allowing that word to work. It'll work. They say you, the word will work if you let it. And I always tell people because I hear so many people put stipulations on the word. Well, God, I'll do this. But that ain't my calling there. You know. I don't mind doing this, God, but don't send me over there. So we start giving God stipulations, and guess what? We end up stuck and barely moving, still in the same grade when we should have been in college by now, in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. When we simply say, God, take this life and do whatever you want with it, then he'll take you beyond anything you imagine that anybody else would imagine. And these are the teachings that I have to give continually that we have to give continually to people so they understand let, let go of the reins let huh. the word work apply this word believe yes. her. Word. my god hear the word yes yes believe in the word speak the word hallelujah be a, the walking word hallelujah glory to god speak it in our houses speak it over our children my god the word of god we cannot be double-minded and unstable. We got to be sure that the word of God does everything that Hebrews 4 and 12 says it does. It is indeed quick and powerful. 
It is sharper than any two-edged sword. That's why no matter what is bound up, entangled up and tied up, that word of God can shred everything that's got anything and anybody on hold. In Jesus' name, my God, it pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. That word will go in, I don't care, like that boy was all bound up and, and, and messed up in his head. And here he is, he got the right frame of mind. Glory okay. to God, because the word went in and it pierced. It divided yeah, the center. Yeah. It cut everything that was a stronghold in that boy's life. It cut it. And so when we speak like that, when we're talking to people, preaching to people and praying for people or just doing that power walk over some territory and over some schools, campuses and what have you, doing some power walks, my God, we know that we are declaring that word of God. It is cutting and dividing asunder of soul and spirit. It is cutting the joints and the marrow. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It knows the heart, the thoughts of the intents of the heart. The man, the heart of a man is wicked. Yes. Oh, but the word of God will take that thing and tenderize it, my God, and make it Only fresh. Do it. Yes, it will. Whoop. Yes, yes, it will. Glory Thank to God. My God. I've talked Thank to people. You. I'm bringing it to a close, but I'm, I'm just excited about the word because we're getting ready to walk and work this word and walk this word. We're getting ready to walk this word out like never before. This is not our season to sit back. Hallelujah. Glory to yes, God. Yes, this yes. is our season to work the word. This is our season to walk this word out. Hallelujah. This is our season to have expectations put on the word as we release it. It will not return unto us void. Hallelujah. But it's going to accomplish what we sent it to do. It is accomplishing it. I have stood and watched the word change people's mind right before my very eyes. Uh, I'm going to finish it with this testimony. I was um, on the force, on the police force, and, and there's many, but I'm going to use this as a prime example. And um, uh, God, I knew that I had a call on my life right after I surrendered my life to Christ at Monument in 1981. Within months, God called me to the ministry, but he didn't send me out, but he called me <laughs> and let me know. He said the vision, he gave me a vision. He said, but now the vision is yet for an appointed time. And that's one thing people have to understand. They get a word and they run with it. Yes. They don't wait and allow God to put all the pieces, bring all the parts, parts together and manifest, let that word manifest. It's like, okay, I, I, I'm, I got some watermelons in the ground, but they ain't came up yet. <laughs> so God give us a word. We got a word now. We got a word in the ground. But that word got to be watered and fertilized. It's got to come up. And, you know, that's a process we may not want to deal with, but it's got to happen. But so I knew I had a call in my life. I didn't tell nobody about it. I wasn't afraid of it because I told God, take this life and do what he wanted with it. But I knew me and you know me, God. So if you're telling me I'm a priest, there's obviously some things that you get ready to do in my life. Yes. Mm. You, never in my mind, I never understood going preaching, you living in sin. I'm confused. I never understood standing in a pulpit and going out the pulpit living in sin. In sin. That's confusing to me. We, we got to take this stuff serious. Yes. 
We got to take this word serious. We got to take this walk with God serious. Whatever God tells us to do, we got to take it serious. It ain't just got to be preaching. It can be whatever it is. If he tells us to go out and feed the hungry, if he tells us to do whatever, we got to take this thing serious. That's the word talking to us. And if he told us to do it, we are already empowered to do it. We just got to come align, come in alignment with him, come in alignment with Holy Spirit, I never forget Holy Spirit gave me a message at the church there in Chicago and my, the ministry I started in Chicago. And he had me to minister about Holy Spirit. He said, people have dissed me and reduced me to a shout and a tongue. My but God. I am part of the Godhead. And I'm here to come alongside the body of Christ so that the body can do what they've been placed in the earth to do. And so it, I take it very serious. So few years afterwards, um, I never said it to Pastor Hinton. Uh, but what I did do, now watch how God worked. Right after that, when I first got there and, and within months and, and God gave me the vision and his word to me was going to all the world and preach and teach the gospel. And then he said, now open your Bible and read what I have for you to read. Now I was on my knees praying. I wasn't asleep. And I opened my Bible up and opened it to Habakkuk. Never heard of Habakkuk. Did not know how to pronounce it. And I started reading. And it said, I will stand upon my, I will stand upon my watch. I'll set me upon my watch and stand upon the tower. And I will watch to see what he will say to me. And what I shall answer when I am reproved. And he said unto me, write the vision. Make it plain. Yeah. And he that reads me may run. And that was that is my mandate and mantle and assignment. So I didn't tell nobody. I didn't say, oh God, it can't be me. All I said was, then you sure gonna do something with me in me if that's what you want me to do. Yeah. That was nah. my surrender. And he said to me, because and I'll give you that in a minute. He said to me, he said, You said take your life and do what I want with it. I said, Yes, Lord. He said, Then this is what I want to do with it. So mm -hmm. what happened was, like the young people say, so one day I came home, <laughs> I had come in from wherever, probably had got off work, went hung up in my little spot and did my thing as usual. I came home and for whatever reason, I came home and I dropped down on my knees and I prayed. And I didn't do that often. I talked to God sometimes, you know, but uh, I wasn't living for God. Uh, and, but I loved him. Loved him from a child. I didn't understand mm -hmm. what, was that, what all that involved. Right, right, and I got right. on my knees. Came home, I dropped on my knees and I began to pray. And I said, Lord, there's got to be something more to life than this. I go to work, I get off work, I go party, I come home. Get all the work, get off work, go party, come home. There's got to be something more to life than this. I said, here, you take this life. Do what you want with it. You can have it. I don't want it. That was that. Nothing traumatic had happened. No, I hadn't been to church in a while. Nothing. I just said, take and do what you want with it. Fast forward. About less than a year, I'm standing in monument. Pastor Hinton is preaching. God convicts my heart. He gives the altar call. I didn't even move out the spot. I gave my life to God right then and there. And he immediately said, remember the night you prayed that prayer. I forgot all about that prayer. I got up and went on doing my usual. He said, remember the night you prayed that prayer. He said, ever since then, I've been drawing you. And he has never let me forget those words. And that's always preface any assignment he's ever gave me. So fast forward now, I'm monument for, for all, about five years. 
And then he moved me over to a smaller church. I don't know if you all know Apostle um, Aaron Holmes Jr. He's going on to be with the Lord now. The New St. Mark was on the west side. And he placed me there in a smaller setting. Every place has an assignment. And I didn't tell him. Oh, let me back up. So after I get the monument, Pastor Hinton get up one day. He says, he said, a lot of people say they call, think they call, won't be called. He said, I'm having a meeting. He said, on such and such day, be here. Now, yeah. I never said anything to him. I only met with him when I first came. And I just sit and listen to him talk about the ministry. And I went on. And I went to the gathering because I knew my calling. And, but I knew he was doing something and I wasn't rushing him, but I wasn't drawing back either. And I went to the meeting and he just gave so much profound insight and wisdom of his years and ministry and his start from Phillips. And I'm sitting there just eating it up. Still ain't told nobody I'm called to the ministry. Went on about my business. The next year he gets up again. So many people say they call, think they call, won't be called, when sent. He said, I'm having this meeting. Come to the service. I went again. I sat and I ate. And I did that each time he did it. When God moved me over to New St. Mark, no sooner did I get to New St. Mark and join that church, Pastor Holmes got up. He says, a lot of people call to the ministry or say they call to the ministry. Or been <laughs> he said, I'm having a meeting. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So when you got a word, you keep going. You got a word. So I went to the meeting. Again, profound wisdom and insight that he shared. I saw people get upset with him because of the way he said, he said, what if I say to you, I don't see the call on your life. And he went around that room with that. And some people became offensive. Some people became offended. Some people became very defensive. And I'm sitting there going, it's okay. You know, he got to me. He says, so Dixon, what if I say, I don't see the call in your life? I said, well, pastor, with all due respect, I said, I know what I saw and what I heard. I said, and so it really doesn't matter what man, I said, when I say man, I mean mankind. It really doesn't yes, matter yes. what mankind say, <laughs> you know, I know the call. My, my, and my. when God is ready, yes. that's when it happens. And so not long after that, he came, he said, uh, I see the call in your life. He said, I want to start training you. And so the rest is history. But we have a word. We mm-hmm. got to have a word. And when we are submitted to God and surrendered to God, we will have a word from God. So let's fast forward to the last part. I'm on the police department. Now he's ready to train me in ministry. Now my shifts rotate and there are Sundays I can't be there. There are different times I couldn't be there. And I said, God, for me to really get because he, he said you're going to get hands-on training because I said you want me to go to uh whatever the name of the seminary was downtown I can't think of it or you want me to go to bible college what do you want me to do he said no he said I'm going to teach you I'm going to mm-hmm. teach you and so I said well this is what God said to me over that period of time so I said well God if, if, if I'm going to really grasp this I need to be at every service I need to be there and I said, but I got to work all these separate shifts. So I went to my commander. I walked in his office. He said, hi, Ollie, can I help you? I said, yeah. I said, um, commander, I got called on my life. <laughs> I said, and I'm called to preach. And my pastor's going to be training me. And I need to be at our services, every service that we are having. He said, so what you're saying to me is you need straight days with weekends off. 
I said, yeah. He said, you know, people with plenty of time on the job can't get that. I said, I understand. He said, okay. He said, let me think about it. I said, okay. And I stood up and the whole time. I'm sitting there. God said, just praise me. I'm just praising God. Talking about the word inside. I'm sitting there looking at him, but the word is talking on the inside. He said, let me think about it. And I stood up. And just as I stood up, I looked down at his Adam, Adam on top of his head. And it was like, I saw the light bulb go on. And he said, come see me Monday. I think I got something for you. He created a walking post for me on 63rd and Halsted, on 59th and Halsted. And all I had to do was walk along the businesses every day, go there in the morning, be there when they open, talk to them, check on them, make sure they was fine. Go down to the L station when the kids got out of Inglewood school out in Robeson, uh, what was 63rd Street there mm -hmm. in Inglewood and make sure the kids weren't jumping the turnstile and come on back and my day was over. My, my, my. And it lasted right till I was done over, what, a year or more until he was ready to, my pastor was ready to ordain me. My, <laughs> and my. they said, you know what, we can't let you have this shift no more. I said, it's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> So the word works. The, the word, word works. works. I know I'm a little yeah. over the time, but I just That's want right. to reiterate how that word will carry us through. It'll take us farther than we ever dreamed. It'll open doors we never thought would open, doors we didn't even know existed. It'll yes, take us yes. territories and regions. When God called me to, to Africa, I was praising the Lord there in New St. Mark. And the Lord gave me this vision in, of Africa, of these children being blessed of, of a school. And I've carried that vision for years. And I told my sons, they were young then. I said, you know, I'm gonna live in Africa. You guys are gonna be raised in Africa because I got work to do in Africa. And they were like, okay, you know, and I meant every bit of it. But in God's time, by the time I went, everybody was grown. Only the younger one went on the mission field and he went to Haiti with me a couple of times. Before And that was my segue before I went to Africa. But holding on to the word, getting it, applying it, believing it, working it, walking it out, and holding fast to what God said. I don't care if it's been 75 years. If God said it, it's going to come to pass when he's ready for it to come to pass. Applying the word, application of the word. I didn't give you a message, a title, because sometimes he's still talking to me. But that's it. The application of the word. And that, that's what you that's that's exactly what you said at the beginning. And I wrote yeah. it down. Application yeah. of the word. Application of the word. Yes. And, and so we thank God for the message and the message. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a quick summary, so we don't uh, keep you longer, because I know you're trying to get things together. We salute and praise God uh, for allowing your mom to live to see 101 years old. What a miracle. Yes. For her to be able to see the fruit of her labor, the sacrifices, that yes. is such a huge blessing for your family because you held on to the word. Yes. And so we thank you. You talked it. And, and that's the application is to take this word to the next level. And, yes. and, and all through your message, you reminded us it's the word. It's yes. the word of God. It is the spirit of God that cuts us asunder. It's like a two-edged sword. But you got to study the word. And yes. I wrote down specifically, as you mentioned, and I want people to hear this because they'll talk about the word, but something that came to mind is not only to hear it, mm -hmm. to believe it. 
Yes. Obey it, speak it, do it, and continue, continue to do his will. Yes. In the word. Yes. And so there's power in the yes. word of yes. Jesus. And you said something that, that the world is missing. Uh, we yes. don't say enough Jesus. Yes. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, ah, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> we thank you. We thank you for the message. We thank you for the messenger. And thank you for the testimony of how the word was in your belly. You wrote it down. And you yes. didn't come when you wanted it to. Yes. But I believe that God is moving. And I, I taught last week on Caleb's blessings. The blessing, God, the promises. And I just read this topic. We're going to switch. I want you to know that God promised Caleb. And yes. whenever God promises something in the Bible, that's a promise to you. And if you yes. don't believe me, ask God, let this word meditate in your heart. And call on the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, you promised me. Hallelujah. Some blessings. You, you promised to heal me. To set me free. You promised to open the doors and, 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 and show us a way. New things, oh God. You promised that if we surface, serve, serve you, that we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. An old man passed away. So all things become new. So I thank you, Lord. I thank Praise you. God. Yes. Lord. Yes, Lord. And get out the way and let God Woo! for his glory. Let, it, let the word work. Let it work. It's working. Let the word do the work. Yes. Uh, yes. God, we thank you for the message. We thank you yes. for the messenger, for Pastor Apostle, uh, Pastor Ali uh, R. Dixon. And she's in California. The church is still, is it still um, uh, Revival Center Ministries? Yes. Uh, I'm in Revival okay. Center Ministries. Yes, yes. Amen. part of the leadership staff there. Yes. Amen. Well, we thank yeah. God for the messenger. We thank God. We got a little bit off track a little bit. I'm sorry, uh, but our time, we made up the time. Hallelujah. Yes, yes we did. Yes, we did. In God's time. Sweet, you want to share anything before we go, Elder? You know, uh, Apostle Ollie Dixon, I do remember you. Uh, we went to Monument, my family and I, my mom. In 1975, and I tell you to be on the pulpit, to be on the pulpit, 1975, to be on the pulpit of Richard Daniel Hinton for any preacher was an honor and privilege and power pack. You had to be power pack to sit on that pulpit. And I thank God for Richard Daniel Hinton in our lives. He was a true teacher, anointed, and I tell you, uh, uh, a Mohegan. That that will not be again. <laughs> I tell you, God, there's just one, one Richard Daniel Hinton, and how God has really used that man to impart in our lives. And I tell you, carrying that mantle of God and sitting under His teaching and the anointing and the power. I tell you, when we were on Chappelle, it seems like He would glide through that place. <laughs> we were glad, and the anointing of God would fall down. And I yeah. tell you, I thank God. I thank God for the word and the wisdom that he has given you and how you held on to what he said. Believe it in what thus said the Lord and how he has carried you through these years. Yes, thank yes. God that you're still sharing the gospel of what yes. thus said the word of God. And yes, let the word do the work because the word will do the work. Hallelujah. And I thank God for you. Enjoyed you. My sister. Thank you. Bless God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank and praise God. I just think 
all those lives that uh, were touched through that ministry. Oh, yes. Many uh, ministries. Many yeah. ministries. Were so many birthed out of there. I mean, yes. my God. There were life-giving. There were certain ministries. I, was, uh, I think the same day I was there, I went in the bookstore there they had and just looked at some of the titles that just, I could remember those titles and how they changed my life. And, and just uh, uh, one that literally saved my life, and I, it's skipping my mind right now, but literally saved my life that he had just preached. And um, I had an episode of sickness, and the devil was telling me, you're dying, you're dying. And, and I was sending, what happened was I was dehydrated. I had a zeal. I was young in the Lord, and we were having prayer every night. And so I would go to work and barely eat. I went on the forest there and barely eating and come home, get my boys fed and zoom off the monument so I could be there for prayer. And I was just loving it. I'm hungry and wasn't yes. eating properly and wasn't, didn't hydrate myself and got ready to go to church one Sunday and just literally passed out and, uh, and uh, ended up in a, uh, being taken to the emergency room. But when I was laying on the floor, the devil was like, you're going to die. But that's the message he's preached. He said, he said, not die. not die. Bunny. And declare the works. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That Tuesday before. And that's all I heard when the devil was like, You're dying. And, and everything was just swirling. This blackness was just swirling. My ears were ringing. And my grandmother was there. And uh, my neighbor knew her was there. And, and, and they were both, she was, they were like, What's the matter with her? What's the matter with her? And, and the devil was like, You're dying. You're dying. You're dying. And all I heard my spirit man say, I shall not die. But yes, declare the glory of the Lord. Ah, woo, glory. So oh. yes, Lord, that word save lives. Awesome. Yes, it does. I enjoyed you. Bless you, you bless you, bless you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Thank you for the uh, words spoken over my mom. I want to say my mom was the only child. Her mother was 15 or 16, so she didn't raise her. Her dad's uh, mom raised my mom. She was the only child. And out of that, she had seven children, two stillborn, but five <laughs> live children. And out of the five children, she now has, um, I think about 20, no, about 15, somewhere around there, double digit grandchildren. But Sweet. she has over 40 plus great, 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 <laughs> and about another 50 great, great, grand, great, great, great. So out of that one person, look at him. all of these children, out of a single child who didn't have a mother in her life. Look at him. <laughs> that's, that's the Won't woman. God do that's it? The, Won't he do it? He'll work, make it up. Works of God. Hallelujah. He'll make it up to you. <laughs> living, that's the living word. Uh, yes, yes. People yes. don't understand that that word is a living word. That, that's not a dead word. It's just a holy word that you're touching. The oh, woman yeah. didn't get here because she touched the garment. She got here because of the faith and power of what yeah. she touched. But she believed. She believed that by faith, faith is a spirit. Faith is a seed. It's the word of God. Let me stop. I ain't supposed to go But we thank God for you. We thank God for you. Those of you that are listening to this, I want you to know that it's, it is recorded. We will upload it. It will also be on our blog page. It will be on our podcast uh, on Facebook live it will also be on spotify and anchor which is uh digital radio so you can always and youtube i'll post it up uh, late tonight or tomorrow but i'll make sure that you get the link directly but god bless you thank you apostle i had never met you personally before 
I, I think I may have met you once at Pastor John Chisholm's church. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. Because he said, I, Anton, you probably remember her, but I want to yeah. thank God. And, and to everybody listening, the word has healed me. I can say that. My wife will tell you, I, I don't wake up in the pain that I've been in, that I was in for 12 years. I don't, I don't know why God let me go through all of what I had to go through, but I thank him that I'm not in pain. I'm sore and I'm going through therapy. And if you looked at me, you wouldn't know that I had five vertebrae replaced with, with titanium plates that are now in my neck and they went right through here. Four weeks ago, I couldn't even talk, but the Lord said, start this podcast back. So the word, the word yeah. is what I heard. Yeah. So we're going to keep going forward, even though I sometimes feel like, God, what is, what's going on? Just mm -hmm. do the word. Let the word do the work. Get out Absolutely. of the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Apostle. God bless all of you in the internet land. Uh, God bless you all in your homes and bless mm -hmm. over your children. God, we thank you for this podcast. We ask you, yeah. God, to just let this be another joyful celebration of 101 yeah. years of age for Apostle Ollie Dixon's mom and their family and all the in-gathering, even the weather, God, let it be perfect, oh God, not yes. even too hot or too humid, but let them rejoice with her, oh God, in <laughs> Jesus' name. Jesus. And use her, God, use her. There's some, she's written the visions of what you gave her to do. And so, God, I asked her to go back and, and have that same spirit that Caleb, that that because when you ask for, it's not for you, it's for the inheritance of your family and the legacy of your mom. In yes, Jesus yes. Amen. 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 God bless you, Apostle. Love you. Next week, you. next week, our guest is Apostle Stephen Edgar Apaya uh, uh, yeah. uh, out of Ghana. He will be our guest speaker. I was hoping he'd be on today, but he's going to be our guest speaker next week. So if you can join us or look in sometime, if you have to go, just bless us and Go on. Yes. We thank God for you. I got Before a wedding next Thursday more. night. I'll be at a wedding. Otherwise, I would definitely be on. Uh, Stephen is a, a, just a, a godsend. We met in Kenya. Um, we met in Kenya. He was preaching. He was finishing out preaching at a church. And uh, I was he coming. You, he calls you mom, right? He calls me mom. Yeah. Right? yeah. You mom, know, they, yeah. They, call, they all call you mom in Africa. If you're older than them, it's a it's a term of respect. Yeah. But yeah. for some, it becomes more of really a, like a son mother relationship, and he's one of them. And uh, we met in Kenya uh, at a church. He was finishing preaching, and I came in the last day he was ministering. And then they always you always go to the office, and they always got to have tea, the Kenyan uh, etiquette. And we went and had tea, and we had a chance to conversate. And he was telling me that he was from Ghana, and uh, that he was having an event that November. And he had it every year. And he's like, I'd love for you to come to Ghana and speak for us for next year. And wow. so we stayed in contact from there. And uh, and I ended up, I went to Ghana and ministered for him. And he just took me to all these different ministries and just to minister to different locations there in Ghana. And, uh, and wouldn't let me want for nothing. I couldn't, he wouldn't let me spend a penny. Usually when you go on the mission field, you have to spend, you have to pay for everything. You're constantly doling out money. I've learned some wisdom on that now. But he told me, he said, no, you're a guest. We host you. <laughs> and he would not let me spend. I mean, he made sure I wanted for nothing. I took someone with me. I said, you know, I believe in taking uh, uh, someone with you when you go out on the mission field. So I want to bring one of the ladies that travels to Africa with me. 
uh, I want to bring her. He was like, we well, host her too. Wow. And so that was in 2017. And it was just a tremendous blessing. And I was due to go back in, in uh, 19. Um, and, you know, and then everything happened with COVID. So I didn't get back, but yeah, I'll be going yeah, back soon. Yeah. But yeah, he's a blessing. He's a blessing. Got a blessed wife, uh, Sister Esther and beautiful family. And uh, so I'm excited that he's going to be on. You'll really enjoy this word Amen. that God used to bring. All right. We thank you Be so blessed. very much. Keep us in your prayers and God bless your heart. Thank you. We'll do. I just want to say this. I got to say it. I'm trying to get off without saying it, but the anointing on you, Elder, is like the anointing that was on Paul. Mm. And many try to figure out what the thorn in his flesh was. But whatever it was, it was some kind of affliction that he had to deal with. But look at what God did with his life and is still yeah. doing with his life yeah. and his testimony. So Amen. God has many things yet in store for you all as you continue to just stay faithful to what you're doing and faithful to the word of God. And, you know, you've gone through the affliction. Now you're, you're going through that process of healing now. And uh, I just believe that God's going to call you and you all to, to some other additional things as well. So just, you know, be strong in the Lord and the power is might. But he said, tell Amen. you that that's like, just like Paul had a thorn in his flesh. It's been a thorn in your flesh, but it didn't stop the destiny yes. that he out for Paul's life. Hallelujah. I received that. I received that. Um, I've been teaching. I need to go back to teaching too. So God bless you. You're an awesome teacher. And I'm looking to talking more with you, the wisdom that you have and, and the prophetic. Yes. You. And so yes. we want to get you back on that the first of the year so yes. you can operate from the prophetic as you did today. Because the word is moving, it's talking, it touched me. Amen. So Amen. I've been struggling with some things. And I, that, this word, the word you reminded me, the word, the word. Because when you're in Jesus, nothing else. Yes. Nothing else matters. Hey. Thank you. I needed that. Thank Woo. you. All right. Bless your heart. Bless Good night, you. everybody. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye -bye. With me tonight. God bless you, Elder. Pass the seals. <laughs> Bless you, Pastor Seals. Bless you all. I bless you all. Have a wonderful day. You run from what is. God gave it to you. I ain't running from nothing. Bye-bye, right. everybody. Bye-bye. They can do the phone with it, Jesus. Hallelujah. Have a wonderful night. You too. Bless you. <laughs>